The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to 93.7 The Ticket's coverage of Early National Signing Day. Sponsored by Members Own Credit Union on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here... Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Welcome to a National Signing Day, early National Signing Day edition of On the Block. I'm Austin Norman, soon to be joined by my partner, Mr. Eric Strickland. He is in the house. You heard him there on the crossover, but this is On the Block, brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. They are open today. Check them out at uh, 29th and Pine Lake here in Lincoln. They're open today. They're open tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, uh, I believe Saturday. I forget the exact Mary Ellen schedule, but yeah, they're open Saturday. Stricky says he's in the building. As we get going here during all the block, it is early national signing day. This uh, show brought to you by uh, Mary Ellen's, like I just said, but our coverage of early national signing day sponsored by our friends at members own credit union. You can set the stage for success by getting a rewards credit card with with low rates and dazzling member services. Members own credit union has locations in both Lincoln and Beatrice. You can learn more at membersowncu.org. Plenty to get to on the Nebraska football front. Text line, I think the question of the day is outside of Dylan Riola, probably, and even outside of the in-state guys, right? Because we've talked a lot about them. Who's a prospect you're watching? Who's a guy that you have your eyes on? Let us know, 402-464-5685, or on the streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, all up and running for you there. Um, But Stricky, before we get into a lot of National Signing Day talk, I think it's uh, interesting news from the NFL. You saw Philadelphia lose 20 to 17 to the Seahawks. Both teams had plenty of quarterback questions. This would have been on Monday night football. We didn't get a chance to get to it yesterday, but Drew Locke got the start in place of Geno Smith. His postgame interview was great. I mean, Drew Locke has bounced around the league a little bit, you know, been the guy, not been the guy. Here's what he had to say in his postgame interview after Monday night football, throwing the walk-off touchdown. There's a lot in there, Strick. We talk about the human element yeah. on the show a lot. Yeah. Drew Locke really embodied that right there. The, the ups and downs of being that kind of 1B quarterback in the backup, but 1B this week with Geno Smith in the lineup, that out of the lineup. You can hear the uncertainty in his voice. You can hear the the questioning, do I still got it in my voice? Which you would know better than anyone, the questions that go through your mind as a pro. You get moved to the bench, then you're in the starting lineup. What goes into that? So when you hear that postgame interview from Drew Locke, what goes through your mind? Well, uh, I mean, what you said about the human element, one, one of the things I have to say is that um, sometimes it's not even in your control. 
Sometimes mm. there's other outside factors that that become a part of the, the the issue as to why you're not playing. It's not necessarily that you're not good enough or you're not relevant anymore or any of that. Sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes coaches have preferences. This is why I talk about my understanding of like the transfer portal, for mm. instance. When a new coach comes, he comes with not just himself, but other coaches that are going to be coaching you in the room and a lot of them that don't know anything about you. This is why sometimes it can become an issue of you going somewhere. And then if, if, if there's nothing not promised to you, then you have to go and fight for something with somebody who's been there. This is why you have to do more than just diligent about diligence about where the school is, what the situation, you have to look into the situation. You have to look into what's there, what's leaving how do they feel about you need to ask questions like real in-depth questions. Cause if you just go just on a whim and, and a prayer and I'm not talking John Bo- Bon Jovi, <laughs> um, if you just kind of go on that method, then you can do, but it can happen on the professional level in that situation, circumstance, sometimes a trade, sometimes a free agency to a new place, sometimes a change of a coach, sometimes, the same things happen there just at a different level. It's mm-hmm. more about business. And you can hear that in him where whatever the circumstance was with him, you talked about the rally point of those believing in him, rallying behind him and helping him through um, a challenging moment in his life. And he was game for it. And that's mm-hmm. the other part of it. You got to be prepared because when the opportunity presents itself, if you're not prepared for the moment, then you'll continually fall into, uh, you know, oblivion of of those because it's really about gaining trust. Mm-hmm. Drew Locke didn't play an elite game by any means. 22 no. of 33 for 208 through the air. That one touchdown was it. Took a couple sacks. Kenneth Walker, his running back, was the best player in that game. Philly's been living on the edge quite a bit. Not nearly as good as they were last year. Plenty to figure out. But Drew Locke had a moment and took advantage of the moment, Yeah, right? Geno Smith had his moment last year, right? They wrote him off. He didn't write back. If you had that great story with, with Geno Smith and everything going on up there last year, Geno comes into this year. It's been fine. A step down from last year, but he's out and then he's back and then he's, he's back again. And then he's out. Is this still with that, that, that yeah. injury that, that he sustained in, in the game. I can't yeah. remember exactly which yeah, game it was. A couple yeah. weeks ago, a few weeks, weeks ago, ago now. Mm-hmm. Right. But, the, the career arc of Drew Locke, where, you know, not the highest drafted guy, but still thought of pretty well, kind of under the radar guy, bounced around with the Broncos, had some moments here and there. Lane's in Seattle. He's an afterthought. He's a backup. You still see the talent. But some of the questions about Drew Locke were the maturity, right? You see him dancing on the sideline and rapping and singing. It looks, looks like he's having a good time, which is fine, but he doesn't always deliver when he gets out there to play. So to go from, uh, I don't say immature, right? But that, that vibe on the sideline of, oh, he's just here to have a good time. To hear that emotion, it feels like it hit Drew Locke for the first time. Like, this is the business of the NFL. Like, this is how close I am to this game being taken away from me. I didn't have any choice but to come out here and do the best, and I couldn't have done it on my own. Absolutely. And it it it, it does. It takes a community. It takes a village. It takes a team. Um, Like, I, I tell people all the time, Austin, there, there are... um. A lot of guys in the NBA that can actually be stars, mm. right? Once you're given the star, then you have to live up to the expectations that come with that. 
for example, just look at Jordan Poole, you know, right now, right? Mm-hmm. When 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 that star and that that spotlight shining on you on that stage, and you're not a background dancer anymore. You're now the lead. You're the lead mm-hmm. actor, you're the lead dancer, whatever the case may be, that spotlight is on you and you they're looking at you to perform. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's good to catch the outside stuff, but they're looking at you. And so a lot of guys I say can be that, but it takes the coach, it takes the organization, it takes those to get behind you. Once they get behind you, this is how Gilbert Arenas was born. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Gilbert Arenas was now Gilbert was a great player. He was one of the best on that 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 uh, Arizona team. He was probably probably the best on that Arizona mm-hmm. team. But for whatever reason, a lot of people got off him. Ends up being a second round pick. Gets to an organization. Could have got to an organization where they didn't really feel him, believe in him. Yeah, they liked him, but boom, he arrives, and and coach organization believed in him, wanted him, and he begins to thrive in it. Same thing with me, Don Nelson. He's the one that believed. He's the one that believed, and you go to other places, and you go to other organizations, and for whatever reason, some coaches may not like you, and some do. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it just depends on where you're at. Go to Boston. Coach believes in you, and and you can you can you know thrive in that environment. But when when they don't, that's the where your mentals have to really take over. Your mental space has to be different. You have to be Mm -hmm. built different to be able to overcome it because you got to be internal in that because your teammates are trying to win just like you are. They're worried about their own situations and they can't be worried about you. So Mm -hmm. you got to really internalize that yourself and look inwardly for your inspiration. I think that's a great message to take into this early national signing day. Again, we'll talk plenty more about this in hour two of the show and with Evan Bland uh, here in about, oh, 10, 15 minutes or so. But Strick, Matt Rule believes in his roster. You heard that when he came in last year. It was none of the the previous staff's guys or your guys that were here before. We got to get my guys in. There was none of that for Matt Rule. If you're on the team, you're one of my guys. He said not just once, but has repeated that mantra. I think that's a reason that not a lot of guys have left Nebraska to go into the transfer portal because I truly believe that Matt Rule believes he can get the best out of these players and has their best interest in mind. As a player, I think there's an interesting, you know, waiting going on between how much do I want to stick with a coach that knows my name, that greets me every time he sees me and that believes in me. I know I could grow and develop here, but I think I can get on the field and still develop somewhere else. Like it'd be hard to walk away from a situation where, you know, you have a coach that actually has that positive, you know, belief in you, but it'd be hard to turn down an opportunity to play at the same time. Yeah, there's no question. That's definitely a hard, it's a hard, but I think, one of the best things about what Matt Rule does is he's not selling you a bill of goods. Mm-hmm. He's 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 gonna probably tell you like it is. This is probably why Casey Thompson's not here. He probably told him, you know, here's what what my expectation is. I I like you. I don't I don't want you to be here and not thrive and have success. You might want to look somewhere else. And, mm-hmm. I, and and I'm not. I can't even vouch and say that he said that. But I believe. Just if you can kind of infer, you can kind of look into the situation and see that's possibly how it went down. Now, um, I, I, I will say that you're absolutely right, but here's the scary part, and this is this is the part I feel. When you look at, like, those FCS and when you look at, like, those group of five schools that mm-hmm. are raising talent and they're they're getting them to thrive and they're getting the best out of them because they trained them right, mm-hmm. right? Now, there's two parts to that. 
there's one I feel for the coaches because they're doing their job and they got their players to where they are. But then I also feel for the player because sometimes the coach does his job, gets a better job, and bounces on the players. And Mm -hmm. and then the players are kind of on stuck. So this is why I kind of like the transfer portal because coaches, they look upward bound too. So why mm-hmm. can't I also look for upward movement? So that that's the that's the ultimate dilemma that you find yourselves in when you're dealing sometimes in these situations. But uh, I've got to commend Coach Roll and his staff for having pretty good retention, and and that means there's a good message. There's something that's being sold, and it's not a bill of goods. It's not it's not what some coaches can be, and that snake oil salesman. And I think that having that reinforcement to that message helps in recruiting because we've seen other staffs at Nebraska and other places just throw out wide nets of offers. You get an offer, you get an offer, you know, Oprah Winfrey, you know, Halloween candy style. I think that it would be more impactful to get an offer from Nebraska and this current staff because they're not handing them out like candy because they take their time to do their work. They'll dig for the under the radar gems. uh, They have to polish a little bit. So if I'm a recruit, if I'm a guy in the transfer portal, I know Nebraska is not reaching out to just anyone, but they truly see something in me. And that's why they're, they're reaching out to me. They're not just going for, you know, best available. Oh, here's a name. They're digging into the transfer portal. They're digging into every state that they set foot in to mine for that hidden talent. So I feel like a Nebraska weight now or not Nebraska offer now carries more weight than maybe it has in years past. Well, 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 I, I could say probably at this time better than any, but I also will say I think that Nebraska is truly a place that if you build it, it won't be that they'll come, they'll stay. Mm. Feel me. You know, Feel the Dream says if you build it, well, they'll come. I think Nebraska is built that if you build it, they'll stay, meaning there's so many positives and goods about what Nebraska is, not only as a, as a state, as a, as a fan base, as a, uh, you know, providing you with all the tools that are necessary to have you to, to thrive and be the best weight program, all of that stuff. I think they have it. It's just, you've got to build it. And I think that's what I love about what I talked about the Jenga, what I talked about the foundation. I love and appreciate the foundation that he's building and also the messaging. And so the messaging isn't trying to sell me a dream. The message is I'm trying to sell you to arrive at your dreams to get to where you're wanting to go. And we want to be a part of that process of helping you to get there. And I, and, and I could tell that's probably a lot of what the messaging is. That's good stuff. And that's a subtle shift, but it's a meaningful shift. In the messaging, I think. Again, if you're on the text line, 402-464-5685, we're looking for your under-the-radar players. Now, not the ones in-state that we talk so much about, not the five-star quarterback, uh, but we have a handful of uh, responses already, so keep them coming. We'll we'll get to those. But uh, before we go to Evan Bland here, Strick, 3834 on our Sardar Heyman text line says, come on, Strick, the portal is being abused by players. Coaches move on every four to five years, uh, roughly, but it's not every season. Uh, yeah, not coaching at two or three schools in five years. 
maybe just the cycles different the cycles are different and here's the thing i mean because it's unpredictable for for 20 years players can't play for 20 years so 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 yeah i get it yeah but the cycle's different your life your life cycle in 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 this space Mm -hmm. is shrunk into four or five years at blink of an eye six if you're lucky Mm -hmm. by way of injury or whatever the case may be but coaches coach 20 plus years and so forth and so on so yeah they may be they may be at a school for you know four to six years or 10 years or or eight years or whatever the case may be if they're not doing well maybe three mm-hmm. but uh, but what i'm saying is understand what i'm saying is a coach i'm not talking about power five super conference coaches i'm talking mm-hmm. about an fcs i'm talking about you know, a Tulane, because guess what? You build up a Western Kentucky, you build up a Toledo, you build up a Buffalo, you build up, you build it up in two years and you're, you know, you're knocking off a couple of power five schools and guess who's calling? SEC. Next level up. Mm -hmm. And you're gone. So, Mm -hmm. so I don't want to hear that part. That's, that's cap to me. I I mean, and so I mm -hmm. look, but I understand what he's saying though too. Right. I get it. Mm -hmm. I think it's being abused. Mm Mm-hmm. But I also say I'm I'm just I'm not one to just stick my side on one side of the fence and just be like, oh, uh, yeah, that other side doesn't mean anything. No, I mean, I think the other side has some points to it. And I'm not talking about just now in the immediate. I'm talking about in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about in the past. You know, even when I was playing, let's let's go back to there. Just, you know, all of the coaches that had benefited from the from from the work or the you know, the time and, and the efforts that you put on the court. And then all of a sudden they bounce and you're stuck. Guess what? You are stuck for, mm-hmm. if you go in conference, you're stuck two years, right? You had to go outside maybe of your comfort zone area. And then maybe, then you still had to sit a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that, 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 I mean, that's why I'm saying I'm, I'm understanding why p- players are the way they are. Right. It affects coaches and players differently. It affects different levels differently. And you have to deal with those realities as they come, but it's also to say that both sides have their pros and cons. Both sides, you know, have the business aspects of it, but that's again, where I think that as much as Matt rule and the staff understand the business, I mean, you hear the, you know, one to $2 million comment from Matt rule. They understand the business. They know that they have to swim in those waters, but it sounds to me strict, like Nebraska doesn't want to be defined by the business, even if they do have to do business. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. Um, it's unfortunate that that's the way it is now. That's mm-hmm. just part of the plan. Uh, shout out to Derek in in a car. Uh, he says, my sleeper, he says, my sleeper on the Sutter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. You guys always keep it coming. Jordan P also is in the same vein, talking about Neil Smith's son. Um, he says, my sleeper is Neil S- Smith's son, uh, kid legacy player from Missouri, who I think is a late bloomer in high school, and we're going to get him just at the right time. I, I would hope he turns out to be like an Indomitian Sioux type where he came under the radar. I'm not saying him be Indomitian Sioux, but I'm saying he came up under the radar, mm-hmm. stayed on him, stayed with him, and then he ends up becoming a perennial superstar and great NFL legacy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. While he was here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, this is where I can think the plan of what rules trying to put together can work. If you, if you can just continue to, you be vigilant in in finding, seeking, really 
looking into not just the physical tools, but just the intangible tools as well. Mm-hmm. You know, just just the little things that maybe don't just don't show up necessarily, but they've got mm-hmm. something in them or there's some they're built different or mm-hmm. their mental space is different. So if you got if you can find that and to have the time to do it, I think you should go for it. Agree 100 percent. Let's take a break. Let's welcome in Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. When we get back, we'll keep talking about National Signing Day. Keep those comments and thoughts coming. Who are the players from outside the state of Nebraska and outside of Dylan Raiola that you're interested in seeing who are you glad Nebraska got 402-464-5685 as well as the Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter streams. Big thank you to Mary Ellen Food for the Soul for sponsoring our show and Members Own Credit Union for sponsoring all our coverage of the early National Signing Day. Evan Blaine of the Omaha World Herald joins us next. 